Hello, and thank you for joining Unbossing the Podcast with your host, me, Kimberly Weston-Moore. Come on in, come on in, come on in, come on in. And thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to Unboss Me, the podcast. The podcast for the woman with a schedule fit for 10 people, but manages to get it done. The podcast that lets you know that you are not alone in finding balance in life and letting everything go and allowing God to use you. So are you ready for our topic today? If you are, go ahead, sit down, grab your tea, coffee, and a snack, and chill with me for just one moment as I share with you how to unboss, let go, and let God be the lead of your life. Welcome again to Unboss Me, the podcast. Listen, sisters, listen, listen, listen. We are on our 26th episode and I am so excited to come to you today to discuss distractions. What is distracting you from God, sis? What is distracting you from God? Maybe it's phone calls, your thoughts, television, social media, stress, anxiety, exhaustion, procrastination, pandemic, remote learning. Maybe it's worry. Maybe it's doubt. Man, just talking about that list just gets me all wound up. Maybe even hearing it probably does the same to you, doesn't it? Because this list can just keep on going on and on and on, almost like it could never stop. But all in all, what I've talked to you about, there's just so many distractions that distract us from focusing on our time with God. Man. Sis, if none of the distractions I mentioned earlier impacts your time with God, then I'm pretty sure you can think of a few others. But recently, I decided to take a step back and really look at how much time I was really spending to focus on the things around me rather than God. So, you know, things like people or tasks or social media, how much time I was truly spending on those things versus the time I was spending with God. Let me just say, sis, it was an eye opener. See, we are all a work in progress and I'm going to put myself in that too. We are all a work in progress and I just want to kind of leave it there and, and leave leave it alone, but I'm going to go a bit further and, and kind of open some, uh, uh, open up my personal rim, uh, so to speak. But I seriously looked at what 24 hours a day look like for me. Um, and 
it was just a bit of an eye opener just to see how much time I've spent on things like social media, talking on the phone, uh, or just sitting in my thoughts, my mind taking over what what I really needed to focus on throughout the day what I really needed to spend time on. So, but seriously, we have 24 hours a day and seven days a week. That's what, like 168 hours that we're blessed with. And for me, I took so much time (laughs) on certain things that I was just overwhelmed with the fact that I'm blessed with these 24 hours And I am not using it the way I need to. God has given us the freedom to do whatever we want with these 24 hours. And the way my list looked when I just took the time to analyze my day, it was, it was, it was a lot. It was difficult to swallow. Because we are so blessed that God gives us the, that freedom, that freedom to work on what we want to work on, that freedom to choose to spend time with him, which is key. But we just focus on so many other things. So after work, assisting with homework, cooking, cleaning, talking to a family member or a friend here and there, making sense of our thoughts and then getting a little rest. Truly, 24 hours does not seem like any time at all. There's so many of us who get lost in time and just like, you know, we we wake up, get the job done, whatever it might be, whether it's folding clothes, going to work, coming back, cooking, cleaning, and just going to sleep for a few hours and waking up and doing it all over again. We get so lost in that. And there have been so many days I too, I just wake up and by the end of the day, I'm left wondering where the time has gone. But I encourage you to take the time now, right now as we're sitting and we're talking, just discussing discussing our distractions and just jot down real quick, quick how you spend your time. How are you spending your time right now? What did your day look like today? How can you capture your day on paper to really look at how you spent your time. What I'd like you to do on that list, I want you to identify specifically the things that you see are distracting you from focusing on your time with God. You can kind of put me on pause if you need to um, and then jump back into the episode But it's so important to figure out what our distractions are so that we can determine how to fix those. And that's things you can do to kind of measure those items. Because as I stated before, I'm definitely a numbers person. I go on my phone and right there, it'll tell you how much time you're on calls, Facebook, Messenger, WhatsApp, games, you name it, it can track it even puts it in categories for you. So that's just a quick idea of what your week or your day within the last 24 hours looks like. But now that you have somewhat of a list already prepared, I want you to know that you are not alone, okay? 
You are not alone. Don't feel ashamed. Don't don't feel ashamed at all because many of us are distracted by a number of things. One of the things that I know for sure we're, we're distracted by is our thoughts, okay? And so many of us have different things that we're distracted by, but thoughts, whew, I think sometimes we kind of drift away, but God brings us back. The next thing I want to let you know is that distractions are new. There have been distractions for many, 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 many years. And people have been distracted by multiple things that occur within their life throughout the day. And so before social media came, before computers came, there were always distractions. So this is not new. But there's one specific story I would like to share with you. And that story is coming out of Luke chapter 10, verses 38 through 42. If you have your Bible out, I encourage you to go ahead and take that out so that you can read with me. I'm going to read two versions. I'm going to start with the KJV version, and then I'm going to move forward and talk about or read the message version. And so it states, now it came to pass as they went that he entered into a certain village and a certain woman named Martha received him into her house and she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus's feet and heard his word. But Martha was cumbered about much serving and came to him and said, Lord, Doest thou not care that my sister hath left me to serve alone? Bid her therefore that she help me. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things, but one thing is needful. And Mary hath chosen that good part which shall not be taken away from her. And the message version states, as they continued their travel, Jesus entered a village. A woman by the name of Martha welcomed him and made him feel quite at home. She had a sister, Mary, who sat before the master, hanging on every word he said. But Martha was pulled away by all she had to do in the kitchen. Later, she stepped in, interrupting him. The master don't you care that my sister has abandoned the kitchen to me? Tell her to lend me a hand. The master said, Martha, dear Martha, you're fussing far too much and getting yourself worked up over nothing. One thing only is essential and Mary has chosen it. It's the main course and won't be taken from her. My God. The word is just so good. This passage ministers to me because as a professional, a wife, a friend, a sister, a mother, I am often working like Martha, pulled away because of the amount of duties that I have, whether it's in the kitchen, at work, in the living room, 
on a computer, whatever I'm doing, I'm always pulled away because I am trying to accomplish so many things and, and that I feel I need to do. And the operative word is I, you know, feeling that I need to accomplish, but what about the one thing we need, the good part, which is to sit at Jesus's feet and hang on to his every word? So with that list that you prepared, I want you to take a look at those distractions, right? I want you to take a look at those and really take the time to know and analyze how much time you're truly doing that. Okay, and and figure out how you can pull away from that distraction list to sit at Jesus's feet so that you can hang on to his every word. But as a side note, I can tell you that I can think of multiple situations with my oldest who has asked me. who I have asked to go and clean the kitchen or to complete a chore and she makes her way over at any time, okay? It doesn't matter what I'm doing to tell me that her sister needs to come and help. And my response is always, Cameron, you got it. You can do it. You can do it. Trust me. You can do it. You got it, okay? But then just thinking about that, it actually makes me think of myself when I'm in the midst of doing all of these things uh, with, with the weight on my shoulders, trying to be the mother, be the friend, be the sister, and the Holy Spirit nudging me, telling me to sit down, Kimberly, sit at God's feet and just listen. Just listen, just take the time to listen. So sis, I tell you, when you feel that nudge, when you feel that urge and you're the middle, in the middle of things, whether it's, you know, taking care of um, some some tasks that just have to be done, whether it's folding clothes or writing whatever you have to write or helping your children through, just figure out some time where you can actually you know, say, hey, I really need to sit at God's feet and, and define that time so and be intentional about that time to ensure that you're spending adequate time with God so that you can listen to him and actually reading his words so that you can hang on those words and use them throughout your throughout your day and throughout your walk. If you notice, Jesus calms Martha down by saying her name twice in both versions. He says, Martha, Martha. In, in in the KJV version and then in the MSG version, he says, Martha, dear Martha, just letting her know, listen, chill, okay? She's doing what I need her to do. Don't take that away from her. Although they were both serving Jesus, okay, Jesus made it clear that the way Mary was serving was what needed to be done at the time. So Jesus wanted both of them to hear the message that he brought to their home, okay? And it wasn't only for the people that he brought, it was also for them. So it's important for us as believers of Christ to focus on the time because God is always pulling on us. Jesus is always pulling pulling on us, letting us know, hey, come sit at my feet, listen to me, know what I have to say, okay? Know what my word is, know what, what 
I need you to know in order to walk the kingdom walk. And you can only do that by focusing on spending your time with God and intentionally avoiding the distractions that are going on probably right now as you listen to this podcast. Because guess what? In Luke chapter nine, verse 62, it tells us, Jesus said, no more procrastination, no backward looks. You can't put God's kingdom off till tomorrow. Seize the day. One of the things I always told my team, we have to go and conquer. How do we do that? We cannot procrastinate. We can't look back. Okay. We can't put off God's kingdom Till tomorrow, we have to seize today. We cannot put off what is meant for today. We must begin to make changes to avoid the distractions because guess what? A small change in every day will add up to a changed life. My God. And a changed life for God? Man, we don't want it any other way, do we, sis? So I encourage you to take the following steps. The first thing I encourage you to do is evaluate your time. I evaluated my time. I took the time. I analyzed it. I thought about it. And I said, oh my goodness, out of the 168 hours in the week, I spend this much time. I told y'all, I'm not going to let y'all know how much time on social media. I looked at things like what I did spend most of my day doing? What was a distraction? Did those distractions add value to my walk with Christ? Or was it just a distraction? So hopefully you've already created your list. Of course, throughout the day, you'll probably add to it. I encourage you, if you would like to really dig in deeper, Go ahead tomorrow, do a log of your day and write down how much time you spend on social media, on the phone, or doing just things that are taking you away from God. If you're going to bed late, if there's something you're worrying about, listen, if there's something that you are worried about or that's distracting you or that's causing you some anxiety, that is the very thing that you need to go to God in prayer with and talk to him, okay? Talk to him about the things that you're worried about. Talk about the procrastination in your life, the things that are holding you back. Okay. He is there. He's waiting for you right now. Okay. Trust me. Once you begin to analyze your time to determine what your distractions are that are keeping you away or pulling you away as Martha was in the kitchen, you'll begin to have an eye opener because you'll begin to be able to strategically readjust. And that's the next thing I want you to do. I encourage you to do is to take control of your schedule, even the fine details. Define times to do things that create distractions for you because sometimes those mundane tasks or those things that might seem small to us when we're looking at the big picture, those are the very things that are taking us away or pulling us away from what we need to do. So go ahead, schedule your time with God. Matter of fact, make that the first thing that you add to your calendars or list of things to do. That is your priority. Let that be your first priority. Be like Mary when Jesus visited, sit at his feet. Spend time with God. It's a part of our service to him. It's a part of how we serve. 
When you take control of your schedule and you make time with our Lord and Savior, you will begin to seize the day. As it states in Luke 9, chapter 9, 62, go ahead, girl, I'm boss. Spend time focusing on what matters the most, and that is our relationship with God. Don't let your distractions stop you from seizing the day. Because listen, you got this. And with that, I give you the challenge. The challenge to be still, let go, and let God. The challenge to embody.